0: The thing that makes you guys special is you never quit. Make history. Make history. We kind of all wanted
1: to be in the one shiny moment video. One, two, three. Hell, let's get going. Ball in the state. There you are. You're
2: running for your life. Welcome, everybody, to Off the Cup. I am Adam Banks. Thank you for listening to the show. In the studio, I have a short panel today. Actually, just one more joining us. Mr. Jordan Canaster. Jordan, it's just me and you tonight. I don't know why everybody belted on us, but everybody, I feel like, just got a little bum when Kentucky went out because that was everybody's team. So now it's just me and you.
3: Yeah. Uh, I think this is the first time that we've done a March Madness show with just you and I. So it I think be...
2: this might be the first episode we've ever done by ourselves. Yeah. I do believe it is. It so. is. Well, this is awesome, man. So like You're history... You set up for a good show. <laughs> history in the making. So... We are here today to do the Final Four episode, and uh, actually, no, here today to do the post-game episode. We have already done the Final Four episode. Uh, We talked about the Final Four, and uh, it's already happened, and now we'll talk about what happened, talk about the championship game, and of course, we'll talk about the Villanova Wildcats, who won their, is this their... Their second in three years. This is their second three years, but have they won three total? Uh I do do believe
3: that's right. I'll have to research that real quick.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I felt like that when they won in 2016, everybody was saying that was their first title. But yeah, so it is the last episode of the March Madness series. Uh, Chad Rainwater and Zach Kahn are absent. They um, were originally on all the episodes, but they could not make it due to some other things. But uh, hey, we are in luck because they have agreed to join us via the telephone, Jordan. You excited about that?
3: Oh yeah, it'll be it'll be different. We've uh we've had Zach on the
2: telephone before, but I don't think I've ever had a show. I don't think Chad's ever been on the phone, has he for a show? No, I don't think Chad's been on the phone. No, 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 no. I don't think he's been on the phone. Yeah, Zach actually, I think made his debut on the phone on the March Madness series.
3: Was and to answer your question from a minute ago, Villanova did they won in 1985, 2016, and then this year twenty eighteen. Oh okay. So this is their third championship.
2: Okay. All right, third championship. So let's talk about the Final Four. What happened? First game up, Loyola and Michigan, and uh, Loyola's their luck went south. They uh, lost that game to Michigan. Jordan, what did you think about it?
3: Michigan was just too good. Um, Michigan went up real quick. They went up like ten or twelve points real fast on, on Loyola, and then Loyola battled back. And I actually thought they were going to make it a you know a, a good game, but. Ended up in the second half, ultimately, Michigan, you know, just too much talent for Loyola. It's, you know, something they really haven't have faced the entire time in the tournament or all season.
2: And uh, Michigan just proved to be too good for them in advanced. What a run for Loyola. I mean, you actually got to watch them live. You went to March Madness. You went to the uh, Sweet 16? Yeah, it was, I went to the Sweet 16 game. So. Yeah, so you got to watch them uh, beat... They beat Nevada,
3: and it was pretty much a buzzer beater to win the game. So it was cool to see uh, to see them and to see Sister Jean down there on the floor. So did you, so you saw Sister Jean? Yeah, she was there. <laughs> I
2: bet you she was a main attraction. Like everybody wanted to like get a picture with her or be near her. I guarantee it. So all the Loyola fans were kind of behind her. So yeah, well that's pretty cool. Uh, that's so yeah, you got to mm-hmm. actually experience that little run there for Lola. I mm-hmm. think that Lola will be remembered for this, but with like anything, time will pass and people will forget about it. Just like they did George Mason, Lola, people forget losers, and they ultimately lost in the Final Four. If they would have won, they would have never been forgotten. Oh, yeah. If they would have won the entire thing, it would have been the team
3: that was never forgotten, but I think when it comes down to it, the team that's not going to be forgotten about this year is going to be the UMBC, more so than Loyola, the first 16 to ever take out a one. That
2: that is, wow, yeah, that that was huge. I mean, so much crazy things have happened in college basketball. Uh, You know, UMBC taking down a number one overall seed for Virginia. So much stuff happened in the tournament. That happened. Uh, Lola beat. They were kind of the first buzzer beater of the tournament. That kind of should have set the tone right there for mm-hmm. how they were going to do. They beat Miami. They actually, yeah,
3: they actually were the first buzzer beater of the tournament. So
2: yeah, and there yeah there was just uh, upsets up and down the brackets. I remember the first couple rounds, but a lot of things yeah happened in the tournament. And so yeah, Lola they got beat. Michigan won, took them to the championship game, and then there was the Nova Kansas game. And I don't know about you, but this is probably the most forgettable final four I believe I've ever watched because I just wasn't excited about any of these games. I knew Michigan was going to beat Loyola and I knew Nova would beat Kansas. Definitely.
3: Well, I actually thought Kansas was going to win and it kind of shocked me to see just how bad, you know, from start to finish that Kansas played during that game and and Villanova just controlled the entire
2: game and never gave up on, never gave, you know, never gave Kansas anything. Right, and usually Bill Self has a uh, good grasp on his team, especially during the tournament. Mm -hmm. And he usually plays well when he's behind. Like, he Mm -hmm. can always come back. Remember, he was down nine with two minutes to go against Cal in 2008, the Mm -hmm. championship game, and came back and won. He knows how to come back. Mm -hmm. So I was just waiting for his comeback, waiting for his comeback, to have a good game. But, yeah, Nova was... They, I never gave them credit, and I feel like such a fraud because on the very first episode, remember I said Nova would be the first number one seed out of the tournament? And I would have agreed with
3: you. I had them as my first one going out, but they controlled the tournament, and they never, they never let off the gas pedal on anybody, and they won all games in a pretty solid fashion. So
2: They did, and then we had the championship game on Monday. We had Michigan versus Villanova. And uh, Nova kind of dominated. They haven't lost a – they won by double digits every game they played in the tournament. And they did the same thing against Michigan. Did you think for a second that Michigan was going to win?
3: Ultimately, I didn't think they would. But I thought that Michigan would have, you know, until the final buzzer went off, I thought Michigan would have put in a better battle than they did. I mean, they played solid during the first half, but then – you could just see the frustration in their players' eyes when things weren't going their way. And then, they, you know, young kids, Whenever you get, when you build that frustration like that, you can see it on TV usually when things start going south for you.
2: Yeah, so Villanova, they won. They played One Shining Moment. You got to see the clips of everything that happened. I always look forward to the One Shining Moment video because it brings up stuff that you forgot about. It seems like so long ago, watching some of those clips. I'm like, wow, the first round seems like forever ago. Mm-hmm. It's always more fun when they play One Shining Moment for Kentucky, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is that the truth? I don't think I watched it because I was too going crazy. I was too busy when Kentucky won. I posted a video on Facebook of me during that 2012 championship game. I was in Lexington. Did you see it? Oh, I mean, I watched the game, and then I, I think I watched the game at my house,
3: and then I drove to Lexington and just drove around downtown and, like, got out. We walked around for a little bit, and it was just crazy. I mean, there was people – Car surfing. There was, you know, couches on fire. Streets closed down. Did you go to State Street? I went to State Street. I don't know if it was for that game or the game before, but I did go down there. And I remember somebody... I just remember... That year that I went to State Street, one of the somebody tried to set one of the police horses on fire. And was, I mean, that's the kind uh, of crazy things you see. And oh like, my
2: that I mean, that's terrible. I did not mean to laugh like that about the police I mean, horses. But, but like that that's crazy. And I okay, I went to State Street one time and won't go again. I'm way too old for that now. Mm-hmm. But so okay, when Kentucky was having that run in two thousand fourteen. Remember that crazy That was well, the, the Randall year? That was the Randall year but then we went and played UConn the Championship game. We went down to State Street after we beat Louisville, and that was just a Sweet 16 game, but I guess because they beat Louisville, State Street was insane. They had FBI, like, covered, armored guys there.
3: Oh, yeah, everybody was in full riot gear whenever riot you gear, go, yeah. and it's they're ready to go. So, and then you have people on the roofs throwing stuff at people them. People climbing just...
2: signs, and I remember this guy was climbing <clears throat> this huge pole, this pole, like a light pole. He was climbing it like Spider-Man, and a, and a uh, police officer would just go over there and just bang on the pole with his podium and he's like, get down. And, like, the kid wouldn't get down. So they, they got him down. Of course, you know, they're going to get him down. Mm-hmm. And they just said, we're going to tase you if you don't get down. <laughs> but, like, luckily, they That would have been a hard fall. That would have <laughs> been a hard fall. But uh, they didn't tase him. He came down. He didn't want to get tased. But that's the kind of stuff that was going on on State Street. So mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine it. Flipping
3: if. cars everywhere, and I saw a police car get flipped. And you did with your own eyes? Well, the same year, yeah, they, they were flipping a police car the same year that they tried to light that horse on fire and all <laughs> kinds of stuff. I mean, it's just this, the amount of stuff that goes on on State Street. Like you said, I'm, I'm too old for it now. So. Were people,
2: tr- like, encouraging the horse to be set on fire? I don't think
3: really that many people noticed, and then, I mean, immediately, mm-hmm. all the mounted police were over there, you know, ready to get that person off, so... It was uh, it was definitely interesting and I believe they did get arrested. So
2: they should. I mean, that's animal cruelty. That would have been horrible to set a horse on fire, but do you think Villanova party like that? I'm sure there were some parties in Man, in I'm Chile.
3: sure Phil- I'm sure Philadelphia is just partying. just it's a championship year for them right now. It and is. the 76ers are good in the NBA. So
2: 76ers are good, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. I mean, mm-hmm. and then their basketball team wins the championship. It they are the city of champions. Like we said, Cincinnati is the city of losers. Philly is the city of champions. Right now they are. so. Yeah, what a year for them. That is that is something to be said about Philadelphia.
3: Definitely. But, yeah, Nova looked good for them. So I'm curious to see now it, uh, if uh, Bridges and Brunson go pro or not. So I think Brunson might, you know, they might have a shot at him coming back. I think Bridges is gone, but I think Brunson could come back next year, and
2: they could be just as scary, if not scarier, next year i agree with you we're gonna take our first caller we got zach Hahn via the telephone and we're gonna go to him right now zach how you doing sir doing great
1: guys how are y'all
2: man we would be doing better if you were here with us in the studio well
1: i'm glad it's 2018 and we've got the wonders (laughs) of telephones to bring me in it's like it's like being there
2: that's never as good as in person, though. It's never as good as in person. Zach, it's been a crazy year in college basketball. And, uh, you know, you love college basketball. You're a big fan of college basketball, just like myself and Jordan. Uh, but I wanted to have a conversation with you about something. You know, right. College basketball, I do not feel like, gets enough national attention. I think that uh, you look at all these other sports and you look at their main sporting event. You look at the NBA, the playoffs. What channel is it on, Zach?
1: Uh,
2: usually abc i think yeah it's on uh, it's either nbc abc yeah so it's a national network okay you got football super bowl what channel is it on
1: uh fox right one of the major ones
3: yeah it's one of the major i can't remember which one it's on cbs
1: something like that and okay and then and then
2: you have college basketball their main game their championship game and what channel was it on it was on a basic cable Channel TBS. That was kind of, yeah. That kind of caught me off
3: guard this year. I mean, I know, I think CBS owns all those stations, but it was kind of weird to like, you think CBS would host the Final Four every year, and I can understand them wanting to play all the games, so you do bring in other networks, but you would think that CBS would carry the national championship
2: game. Yeah. Do you you think that uh, college basketball people just don't care about it? Do Do you just think it's just a core group? Of people in certain states that really care about college basketball, because I'm telling you, when I turn on the radio tomorrow, they're not going to be talking about college basketball anymore. It's over. They're going to be talking about baseball, and they're going to be talking about uh, spring football. So, do you think college basketball gets a lot of national love? Uh, no, personally, I don't, and I think it's I think it's diminishing. I saw an article
1: today. Uh, where there's a guy that does he does valuations of college programs mm-hmm. like that if they could actually be bought and sold and uh his numbers were way down uh, across the board for for every program um i think it's easy for us to forget uh being based out of lexington but um you know college basketball carries a lot more weight in college towns and uh if if a big city doesn't have a good program well they don't really care uh mm. from what i can tell it definitely doesn't have the national appeal that it once did that's for sure
2: yeah i agree with you man so this season is wrapped up uh, what would you give if you were uh, a professor professor zach if you could give this season a grade what would you give it
1: uh i would give it i only give it a c plus adam and i'll tell you why um there was some good action in the tournament but there always is and really uh i think one reason that villanova was able to win is because the talent out on the whole wasn't as good uh as it normally is and that's why they were kind of able to walk to it uh they you know they really stood out above everybody else uh and that just showed out down that it was across the board and then also you've got the the looming uh Scandals in the background uh so really i mean i'd almost give it an f right like if you cheat your professor would failure wouldn't he
2: yeah he would he definitely would absolutely it's been a wild year it's been a wild year in college basketball and now we are talking about the next season top 25 zach it was early release what do you think about that <laughs> give me your thoughts well
1: i've got four up on my computer here at home it looks like it's split between kansas and duke I personally would go with Duke. Um, I mean, the talent that they brought in, they are the top three recruits. Uh, I think they're definitely poised uh, to be number one. And a lot of these Kansas projections that I'm seeing are based on uh, Malik Newman coming back and after the tournament he had. I just don't see that.
2: I absolutely agree with it. I think college basketball will be better next year. I just think that uh, it was just a bumpy year for college basketball as a coach. Don't you think, Jordan? Yeah, I
3: do. Um, I think next year is going to be interesting. Um, I'm kind of curious. <clears throat> I think Duke's going to be kind of your overall consensus number one team to come into the season, win the national championship, just because the amount of five star, you know, the top recruits that Duke's bringing in, and plus you have Coach K. I mean, I guess he's a pretty decent coach, but um, I think Kansas <laughs> sounded like it around. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I think Kansas is going to look solid. Villanova, it should bring back just about the entire team. Um, <clears throat> And then, of course, Kentucky's bringing in some pretty big recruits. We'll see what they want to do. I heard there was an article on on a website that said that Calipari is kind of pushing towards Kevin Knox to come back and give it another year to, you know, get himself more NBA ready. So that could definitely make Kentucky a lot better team next year. And then I think uh, all in all, until they get rid of the one-and-done thing, then you're going to – have to deal with the way the college basketball is right now And I think once you get rid of the one and done College basketball is going to get back to Being enjoyable again
1: Yeah absolutely And that article that you were talking about was on SEC country um, Apparently there's a chance That Knox might come back um, But everything I'm seeing Says that uh, Gilgis Alexander and Diallo uh, are, are probably gone
3: They're sure gone yeah
1: Diallo, is he? What have you heard on that, Jordan? Is he is he definitely
3: gone? From all the reports that I've seen, they just said you know he's got his mindset on the pros and that he's not you know he's he's not coming back. He's rejected, I think now second round pick, which Diallo's is not pro ready. I think he's making a big time mistake. You know, I think if he's going to you know, ever, win, it for the D League. Yeah, he's gunning for overseas. In my opinion, I think the D League's
2: better than him. So y'all are outdated. It's the G League. It's the Gatorade League. It is the, the G League, not the D <laughs> League anymore.
1: Well, sorry, man. I guess Gatorade's going to sue us.
2: That's true. Well, Zach, man, we would love to talk college basketball with you all night long, but we are running out of time, and we want to thank you for being on the show via the telephone, man. Well, I
1: appreciate you working me in there uh, somehow. It's been uh, it's been a fun march. I I might give college basketball a C or maybe even an F this year, but I give off the cuff and A every
2: day. Absolutely. Well, Zach Hahn, ladies and gentlemen – it's always a pleasure, Zach. We'll see you, and uh, we'll see we'll catch you down the road. All right, thanks, guys. All right, bye-bye. bye bye. See you Bye. It's always good to have Zach join us. We, since we're on the road of taking phone calls, we're going to go back to back phone calls, and we're going to get Chad Rainwater, who couldn't be with us here in the studio. We're going to get him via the telephone as well. So, let's welcome Chad to the show. Always a pleasure to have Chad. Chad, what's up, my man? Hey, man, how's it going? Oh, it's going pretty good, man. It would be better, like I told Zach, it'd be better if you were here in the studio with us. We're we're sorry that you had to miss our faces tonight. I
0: know, man. I hate not being there. I wish I could be there to join you guys, but I guess I'll make my first appearance uh, via the telephone.
2: Yeah, that's what we were talking about. Well, Chad, what I want to talk to you about is just really this podcast. We already talked about the Final Four a little bit, uh, but um, we're talking about Villanova. They've won their second title in three, three years. years. And uh, Jay Wright probably now going to be named amongst the elite coaches. What do you think the future is going to look like for Villanova and Jay Wright? Well, uh,
0: it's, uh, you know, I guess looking back for about three or four years ago, well, not three years ago because they won the championship, but, but five or six years ago, you'd say Villanova, not a top not a top team. They were always, That was always good. And, uh, but they always got beat early in the tournament, you know. You never could never could have any hope in them. But now I think you look at Villanova as one of those elite programs. I mean, like you said, they won two uh, national championships in the last three years. Uh, I think now you have to look at Villanova and say they're up there with the, with the Blue Blood schools. Uh, and I think Jay Wright's uh, one hell of a coach, and I think he's uh, proved his haters wrong.
2: Yeah, do you think he's going to stay at Nova, or do you think that – Somebody like North Carolina would come calling when Roy Williams retires.
0: Um, that's a good question. If something like that opened up, like a North Carolina or a Coach K left Duke, he would definitely have to say that uh, you probably think that he would try to go to one of those jobs. Yeah. But I think uh, yeah. I think right now him at Villanova, that's a great fit. I mean, like I said, it's one of those programs that are up there with the with the big dogs in the college basketball. So uh, I think I think that is a good fit
3: point, but if if something did happen and Roy Williams left North Carolina or Coach came off Duke, I think then you have to think that there would be a good possibility he would go to one of those schools. See, I could see Jay Wright going somewhere big just because I think Jay Wright's only like fifty two or mm-hmm. like fifty five, something like that. Yeah, he's, he's not; young. he's still pretty young for you know to be a top tier college basketball coach like that. Um, I don't see him yep. believe- moving
2: definitely the best-dressed coach in college basketball. Oh, yeah. Definitely is. But, yeah, I could see him going to an elite program, but but it's going to have to take an elite program like Carolina or – I'm surprised Louisville never reached out to him, but he was not going to leave Villanova. But you also got to think, he's got a dynasty at Villanova. He's not going – he don't have to go anywhere. He could stay there for the rest of his life. He's got job security there. He's won two titles.
3: He's built his own brand at Villanova. So it's kind of hard once you do something like that to – leave a program, especially when you've got them to two out of three years winning championships. And, you know, he's not pulling in the best recruits, but I don't know if, if Jay Wright just doesn't like pulling in the, you know, the one-and-done players, but it's working for him not pulling those players in because he won with a team of pretty much juniors this year. Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like you said, he he's not going for the one and done. I mean, he's doing it a different way than everybody else that is, but look what it's done for him. one won two championships in three years. Mm-hmm. So it's working. Do you think that uh, Nova's going to be any good next year?
0: Um, I was actually looking at the uh, the early mm-hmm. odds for uh, the teams to win championship next year. I think Dylan Nova like has the third, second, or third best odds to win it all. So I do believe so. I mean, I don't, I don't. You would you would say that probably Jalen Brunson is probably guarding. He's, he's a junior. I mean, you don't see many. You don't see many uh, older players as good as he is staying around for their senior year. Maybe, maybe so, but I mean, what else does he have to prove? He's already won
3: two championships. Uh, see, I think I think Brunson's going to come back because his draft stock's not as high as Bridges is. So, Bridges is gone for sure. But I, honestly, I think you're going to see Brunson come back next year and try to make one more run before he has to go. But he has already graduated. He's a three-year graduate, so it'll be interesting to see what he decides mm-hmm. to do.
2: Uh, Chad, let's talk about the college basketball season as a whole, 2017-2018. It's been one of the craziest years in college basketball. And just to name some of the crazy things that have happened, this was the first year that a 16 beat a 1 in March Madness. It was the first time ever a national championship banner was taken down. And then in light of all that, you got the scandals with, um, with this Adidas thing coming out, holding um over a lot of people's head uh led a lot of different programs uh what do you think just overall about the landscape of college basketball this season
0: well you know as i was thinking about it i didn't even i didn't even pay attention to the all the scandals going on i didn't even think about Louisville getting their banner taken i kind of forgot about that but uh but yeah it's, it's been a, it's been a crazy year for sure i mean just by uh Sorry, somebody's trying, somebody's trying to beep in. <laughs> <laughs> My mom, mom. Uh, let's, let's see. Um, yeah, just by the first thing you said, the 16-B to 1-C. We talked about earlier, I guess before this show started, about how we knew it was going to be a crazy March Madness just because of how called basketball has So uh, it, it was not down. It was just an odd year. Yeah. I mean, you had teams that weren't... Supposed to do any good, but they ended up winning their conference. And you had teams like Duke, who was supposed to go forty and zero, lose six or seven games, and then then in the tournament, when tournament came along, you had a
2: sixteen beat a one seed. I mean, that right there shows how crazy and odd college basketball was this year. Yeah, we had um, a true Cinderella team. But the good thing I like about Nova is, out of all this going on, and one of the most significant years in college basketball. Nova is the right champion to have. I feel like because it's a clean cut program. I don't think that they're. I don't think they're going to be getting their banner taken away. I don't even think they're being investigated for any wrongdoing.
3: Yeah, I don't think they have anything there to be investigating wrongdoing. It's just a solid coach team with, you know, kids who want to win. Yeah, I, I, you know, Banks said last night after
0: they won that you hated watching other teams celebrate. I, I I do as well, but I didn't mind it. Like if. Michigan had a warm, that would have been fine, I wouldn't care but if it was something like Duke or North Carolina I think we all know that that would we probably turn it off and won't even watch it, but I didn't mind seeing Noah celebrate, as long as a team like you said, that's clean, doing things the right way, it, it doesn't bother me at all, and they, they really, there's really not a team that you can hate, there's nothing really bad about them that you can just say, or you can just cheer against them, I mean yeah, you might envy them a little bit just because they've won two out of the last three years, but uh I didn't mind at all seeing Phil Nova
2: celebrate their
3: championship. Yeah, I'm right there with you. It didn't bother me at all to see them celebrate. It's, But a team like North Carolina or Duke, that would definitely have bothered me. Yeah, but.
2: Nova's a likable team. And we were talking about how wild it is that Philadelphia is the city of champions because they won a Super Bowl, uh, they won a national basketball championship, and uh, their NBA team's doing well. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they'll win the world NBA title, but – uh, I think they'll make the playoffs. Oh, I mean they're the they're a projected three seed in the
3: playoffs. They're one of the best teams in the East, so it wouldn't surprise me they have a lot of talent on the 76ers in a wide open eastern conference to play in, so
0: Yeah, you gotta check the process. I mean, they're they're a great young team. I mean I
3: was, dang I'm outside and it's like about to come a thunderstorm. I was gonna say like we green. just saw a big giant <laughs> lightning strike outside. I just saw it
2: too, man. So, yeah, there's that's a, the same one I saw. there's a thunder. But, uh, <laughs> No, that's, but, uh, um, that's, yeah, you, that's God move. The Sixers that's are, the Sixers like are one of those up-and-coming up and teams that uh, they can make some
0: uh, make some, or cause some damage in the playoffs this year. I mean, they, they won't probably make it to the uh, Eastern Conference the Eastern Conference finals, but you could probably say that in a couple of years, hmm. they'll, uh, they'll be right there, one of the best teams in
2: the East. Well, we don't want you to get electrocuted, Chad, so we got one more uh, thing to talk to you about, and then we'll let you go. Uh, your boy Rick Bettino was in the news recently. He has been trying to get a job, as you know of, and you said that he don't deserve to be on the college basketball floor anymore. But did you see where he got turned down by Rhode Island?
0: Uh, I did see that. I saw it on Facebook. I didn't read anything. But I don't know who would want him right now. I, I've said it before. I mean, he's caused so much trouble. Uh, you, why Why would you want Rick Pitino as your coach? Well, they have that –
3: they have a team in like New ha- or the New Zealand or something that offered him a job to oh, really? be their basketball coach. You know it's overseas, but the one thing about that team is they just won they won a, a championship, their league championship in 2013. So you got to think if he went over there, he could replace his 2013 banner. And then he also Ed Sosa, is their star player, so it wouldn't surprise me to see something like that out of Patino if he wants to keep coaching.
2: Yeah, well, Chad, we want to thank you for uh, hey, taking time out. Hey, can, I say one more? can I say one more thing first before I get off? Uh, absolutely, go ahead. Did, did y'all, did y'all uh,
0: mention anything about our brackets? Because I believe I had Michigan and Villanova in the championship game.
2: That's right. You know, that's funny that we never really talk about our brackets when we get to this point because they're always d- destroyed. But, yeah, you did have the championship game predicted. You were the only one out of all of us. Here that had Michigan playing uh, Villanova, and you had Villanova as your champ. So, hey, does that make you the Jay Billis of off the cuff March Madness series? I believe it. I believe
0: it does. I, I, it makes me feel a little special, you know. That currently only 2.7 <laughs> percent of America has Villanova and Michigan in the championship game. So, uh, I'm taking a little pride in that. I mean, I'm, it was just it was luck. It wasn't anything. I didn't do much research. It was just basically just pure luck.
2: What do you think? It's- it's- yeah, it's really not a far-fetched pick, though, Michigan and Nova. I mean, if 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 you had the Final Four predicted, I mean, that would have been wild. Did you have Loyola in the Final Four? I don't think hardly anyone did. Who, uh, Loyola.
3: Aaron's, Aaron's son, Bradley, uh, I think Bradley's <laughs> nine years old now, and he had three of the four teams, and Loyola Chicago was one of
2: them. Yeah, uh, kids, if you give a kid a bracket, he could probably almost fill out a perfect bracket. But, yeah, you're right, Chad. Well, man, go inside. Be safe. Don't get electrocuted. And thank you for taking the time out uh, to uh, join us via the telephone. And can't wait to get you back in the studio.
0: Yeah, guys. Thanks for having me on.
2: No problem, man. We'll talk to you later. See you, guys. See you, Chad. See so, yeah. Chad Rainwater, ladies and gentlemen, via telephone. And it's just... Back down to me and Jordan. But, Jordan, anything you want to add before we close up the March Madness series? It's always fun to do this. It's my favorite series to do. I think we do, what, is it five or six episodes total? Uh, we do the Selection Sunday.
3: Five.
2: First and second round.
3: So the round of 32.
2: Sweet and then 16, eight, final four. Four, this and then the championship. championship so five. Five. We do five shows. Yeah, it's always fun. You've been on all five of them. You're Your like number, number of episodes is growing. This is my first year that I've actually been on every single
3: episode. Last year, I think I had to work during one of the episodes, so I had to miss it.
2: Yeah, you've been on every episode. <clears throat> yeah, so make that a habit. Next year, you need to be on every
3: episode. Oh, yeah, and I'll have to try to join you more for just some other shows. And you do. We can get a little bit more off the cuff with it then. And yeah, no, I, so I feel like basketball. this
2: works. I mean, you and me doing it um, by ourselves, I think we killed it today.
3: Yeah, it was a good show. I mean, it's always fun. And then, you know, it's definitely always fun doing the college basketball and just basketball in general, you know. We're both huge sports fans, and uh, it's been a fun college basketball season. I'm sad to see it come to an end. I love, I love me some baseball, but basketball
2: and football are my true loves. So. Yeah, baseball's fun because it's summertime. Everybody's in a good mood. It's sunny, but I'm a Reds fan. You're a Reds fan. Mm-hmm. Have you Have you seen the – Stadium of how low attendance the Reds have been having at their yeah, games. Now, like two thousand people was in the stadium the other day. It was.
3: I was. I was looking at going to a game um, here in the next couple of weeks, so I need to kind of get on that and see if uh, you'll be able to go up there with me one day. It's not too far of a drive, but
2: yeah.
3: And then college back or college baseball. Since we're talking about the you know NCAA right now, I was actually supposed to go to the uh, Kentucky Louisville game baseball game tonight, but that kind of got canceled because they moved the time up to four p.m. and uh, I was actually supposed to go with Zach before the podcast started, and uh, they moved the game up to four, and he had to work. So it was that God's plan work. for
2: you to not go, so you could make, he could make sure that you were in here. Yeah, in <laughs> and now it's starting to storm. So. Now it's starting to storm. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, you probably got to get heading on the road too. So, all right. Well, this con- this is a close to the March Madness series twenty eighteen. Jordan Canasser, Adam Banks. This has been off the cuff, ladies and gentlemen. We will see you in the next episode. Back to regular broadcasting. Thank you for
1: listening.